When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Police chief on leave after Uvalde mass shooting. Biden asks Congress for three-month suspension of gas tax. And Afghanistan earthquake kills over a thousand people. It's Thursday, June 23. I'm Anthony Davis. The Uvalde School District's police chief was put on leave on Wednesday following allegations that he erred in his response to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary School that left 19 students and two teachers dead. Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Superintendent Hal Harrell said that he put school's police chief Pete Arredondo on administrative leave because the facts of what happened remain unclear. In a statement, Harrell did not address Arredondo's actions as on-site commander during the attack, but said he didn't know when details of federal, state and local investigations into the law enforcement response to the slayings would be revealed. Colonel Stephen McCraw, director of the Texas Department of Public Safety, told a state Senate hearing on Tuesday that Arredondo made terrible decisions as the massacre unfolded on May 24 and that the police response was an abject failure. Three minutes after 18-year-old Salvador Ramos entered the school, sufficient armed law enforcement were on scene to stop the gunman, McCraw testified. Yet police officers armed with rifles waited in a school hallway for more than an hour while the gunman carried out the massacre. The classroom door could not be locked from the inside, but there is no indication officers tried to open the door while the gunman was inside, McCraw said. McCraw has said parents begged police outside the school to move in and students inside the classroom repeatedly pleaded with 911 operators for help while more than a dozen officers waited in the hallway. Officers from other agencies urged Arredondo to let them move in because children were in danger. Delays in the police response as the shooting was happening has become the focus of ongoing investigations and public outcry. Law enforcement has, at times, offered confusing and sometimes contradictory details and timelines that have drawn anger and frustration. President Joe Biden on Wednesday called on Congress to suspend federal gasoline and diesel taxes for three months, an election year move meant to ease financial pressures that was greeted with doubts by many lawmakers. The Democratic president also called on states to suspend their own gas taxes or provide similar relief, and he delivered a public critique of the energy industry for prioritizing profits over production. It would take action by lawmakers in Washington and in state houses across the country to actually bring relief to consumers. 
It doesn't reduce all the pain, but it will be a big help, Biden said, using the bully pulpit when his administration believes it has run out of direct levers to address soaring gas prices. I'm doing my part. I want Congress, states and industry to do their part as well, he said. Biden's push faces uphill odds in Congress, which must act in order to suspend the tax, and where many lawmakers, including some in his own party, have expressed reservations. Even many economists view the idea of a gas tax holiday with scepticism. Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi offered a non-committal response to Biden's proposal, saying she would look to see if there was support for it in Congress. Unlikely to pass a gas tax holiday through the 50-50 Senate, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said that Democrats will focus instead on their bill to crack down on oil companies manipulating the market for higher prices and profits. A powerful earthquake struck a rugged, mountainous region of eastern Afghanistan early on Wednesday, flattening stone and mud-brick homes and killing at least a thousand people. The disaster posed a new test for Afghanistan's Taliban rulers and relief agencies already struggling with the country's multiple humanitarian crises. The quake was Afghanistan's deadliest in two decades, and officials said the toll could rise. An estimated 1,500 others were reported injured, the state-run news agency said. The disaster inflicted by the 6.1-magnitude quake heaps more misery on a country where millions face increasing hunger and poverty, and the health system has been crumbling since the Taliban retook power nearly 10 months ago amid the US and NATO withdrawal. The takeover led to a cut-off of vital international financing, and most of the world has shunned the Taliban government. In a rare move, the Taliban's supreme leader pleaded with the international community and humanitarian organizations to help the Afghan people affected by this great tragedy and to spare no effort. Residents in a remote area near the Pakistani border searched for victims dead or alive by digging with their bare hands through the rubble. It was not immediately clear if heavy rescue equipment was being sent or if it could even reach the area. The full extent of the destruction among the villages tucked in the mountains was slow in coming to light. The roads, which are rutted and difficult to travel in the best of circumstances, may have been badly damaged, and landslides from recent rains made access even more difficult. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. 
Just two friends having lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts. 